0: Welcome back to my sister made review of the Roswell 1999 edition! Again. What? I need some enthusiasm from you. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) I did it. You did it! Thank you! Oh, so listen, we didn't put out an episode last Thursday. Everyone knows we don't put out. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, no. You can can delete what I said. No, I love that. Okay. Um, We were podcasting, but just not Roswell podcasting. Because we had to get to the very specific chapter I wanted to cover for our live recording. Um, Emily, for our very first live recording of our podcast, how many audience members did we have? We had four. We had four. Four, which we predicted were witches. Actual human present (laughs) listeners. And then shout out to some of our friends who also got on a Discord to listen to us. Right. So I think we had like a grand total of seven Mm -hmm. people coming in and out. But most everyone was there to hear the guest of honor, Mr. Brandon Sanderson, at his own convention, running parallel, concurrently with our recording. we did such good spoiler dodging. I did. I did. Listen, we've had people here all week that love Stormlight. Stormlight, and they've stayed with us all week, and we have had a blast, and they have been very good, but... I know you guys have wanted to talk about it, so I say I'm glad they're gone. Not because I'm glad they're gone. I'm I'm glad you guys can now talk freely, like over Discord and stuff, about it. I feel really bad because I would give them like looks every time they'd be like, such and such character in book four, and I'm like, Emily doesn't know who makes it to book four. Now I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know at least two people two who are in people. book four. That was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. So that so, episode uh, won't come out for a minute. When's but... the next Roswell convention? <gasps> we we should go. A... I, don't I don't think know. they have <laughs> them anymore. We can make our own No I am not gonna put that much effort into this. Alright. Uh, it sounds like Christmas at our house. It does. Because goodness, I put, why? put jingle bells on all my cats. Jingle bells, taco smells. We're going to have a lot of guests this week, and I'm like, they need to stop looking like urchins and look more <laughs> like cats that are loved and cared for. So everybody got new collars this week. They look fabulous. And Meg went and got the turkey for Thanksgiving. I got three turkeys. Three turkeys. Did people judge you at the checkout line? Nope. Okay. Uh, did you I, go through self-checkout? I did. <laughs> I got the last two Butterball turkeys, Oh. and then I got a Kroger brand knockoff turkey, and that's what we're going to have for Thanksgiving. You giving us the knockoff brand for Thanksgiving? Yeah. We're having guests. They are not going to read the wrapper. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I'm saving the nice turkey for when our parents come to visit, obviously. That makes sense. That makes sense. Honor, they deserve a nice honor turkey. my father and my mother. By getting them butterball turkeys. (laughs) Is that how that goes? That's in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) How much sleep did you get last night? All of it. Oh, my (laughs) God. I'm normal eight hours of sleep. I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, we're going to get into the episode this week, and it is... My uh, name is Emily. Oh, and my name is Emily... And I should be packing. My name's Megan, and I should be cleaning the kitchen. But instead... We're making a podcast. We're making a podcast. This week, we are watching Season 2, Episode 13, Disturbing Behavior. And listen, I will also be honest, it has been probably a good three or four weeks since we've seen this. So, just bear with us. We're just here to have fun, okay? We're here to have fun. I mean... And ogle aliens... (laughs) You're going to ogle the aliens? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And I went to English school. You went to English school. Oh. I have to retract something. What did you do? That we talked about on our last episode. Uh Uh-huh. We couldn't figure out why the FBI was interested in a case. Okay. Okay. It is because it was across state lines didn't i say that you didn't think they'd gone across state lines but turns out the institution that Lori had been in was in texas okay and so i mean that's going to be my assumption i don't know if there were other qualifications that had to be met criteria that had to be Mm -hmm. met but i was listening to the episode last time and be like please say it was in texas please say it across state lines but that is why we believe the FBI is interested in this case. Um, I'm really excited about this episode. Why? It is the halfway point of Roswell. Yes, you made it halfway through. I am halfway done. I'm going to take you to the nicest restaurant we can, I can afford. Oh, the Nordstrom Cafe. <laughs> yes! <laughs> As a thank you for watching this. When we get to the end, I will take you out to a nice, okay. nice dinner as a thank you for your patience. Thank you for... What if Okay, you came out to visit me in California? and we go get Brussels sprouts? At Bacari's. Yes! <laughs> yeah! I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. Bacari's in downtown Glendale is one of my favorite restaurants in California. It is phenomenal. It is very good. It's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Megan's like, I'm going to bite. Because they, they bring out tapas. They bring out small plates. <laughs> I know what tapas is. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, we're going to get Brussels sprouts. And I look at her like, no. Well, if you want to spend your money on it, fine. And so she did. And I think we got a second plate because we they were so good. They're we got like, another tapas servings worth of Brussels sprouts. Crispy fried with like a savory delicious sauce on top. Oh my gosh. It was... I could have eaten it till I was sick. It was so good. Aliens. Aliens. We're gonna ogle. This isn't Thanksgiving. We've already had the Thanksgiving episode. I got really excited to be like, we're recording Thanksgiving at the same time we're having Thanksgiving. But, um, so, last episode, Lori. Yes, good job. I re-listened to (laughs) our episodes. Uh, Lori got hit by a car. Not very hard, but, um, she, uh, listen, I know other stuff happened, but now my mind is blanking. Anyway, um Lori saw Michael and freaked out. She's like, you're dead. You're dead. And it turns out Michael is the spitting image of her grandfather. Mm-hmm. So in this episode, they are going to try and find out some more about history mm-hmm. and of, like, their immediate alien history. And so... Turns out our alien four are cloned with very specific humans DNA. Mm-hmm. What do their alien counterparts look like? Have we met a whole bunch of other aliens? No. No. Say WAFO. WAFO. <laughs> Watch <laughs> and find out. So uh, one thing I thought was I'm gonna say funny, but um, when we open, it's it's Michael and Maria, and they are watching with binoculars across the street. Um, and they're talking about how this is definitely what it is. And I like that the TV producers had them state, like, instead of like, oh, what could this mean? Like, oh, this picture that looks just like you. Like, they're smart enough to extrapolate that information. And But I appreciate that at the beginning of the episode someone may have started watching that doesn't know what's going on i think it's a Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good way to introduce the plot Mm. and michael is just like great i find another family member and she's completely crazy and i'm like michael you finally got your answers don't look a gift horse in the mouth So they're supposed to be creeping on the sheriff's station, but Maria finds something else to interest her. There's people making out in the hardware store. But anyway, Lori got hit by a car and then taken into the sheriff's station. Yeah. So that's why they're watching the station. They're they're trying to get eyes on Lori. And Agent Duff is like, tell, talk to me. Be my friend. Be my buddy. Because she thinks the sheriff, like, creepy kidnapped Lori. Yeah. Yeah. But Lori apparently hasn't been talking, and it's been like two days. And (sighs) I know Agent Duff. Listen, we talked about this in the previous episode. The actress does an amazing job. I just hate this character, the way she's written. Mm -hmm. Because she's I mean, it's only her second case. I can cut her some slack, but she's... Okay, she's... (sighs) I don't know interrogation. I don't know all the finer points of it. (laughs) Listeners right in <laughs> do you know how to interrogate people teach me um but she's i don't feel like she's going about it in mm-hmm. a very good way she's just like tell me tell me what happened tell me what happened it's been two days like she's almost trying and to wear she her down has all these pictures of the open grave that they pulled Lori out of on the table i'm mm-hmm. like obviously she's not gonna want to talk about that but laurie finally like d- uh duff is finally like who did this to you and laurie says aliens Mm -hmm. they're aliens but then she starts like screaming and saying they're coming back they're coming for me they're coming for me they're coming back and and they're pulling another deputies to help and then (laughs) whoops of course michael and maria are distracted by the show in the hardware store across (laughs) the street but then they see that Lori's getting taken away and she grabbed a pen as they dragged her off and this reminded me of you know the episode of bones where the guy the serial killer is going to donate his kidney Yes! Yes! Wait, is that elementary? It's elementary. <laughs> <laughs> the actress who plays the sister of the man donating the kidney, she played, so she's the sister of a serial killer in this one, and she's the wife of a serial killer in Bones. <laughs> but Lori brought a pen with her, and she uses it to finagle out of her restraints. And so um, this reminds me a bit of the episode 285 South mm-hmm. where Michael and Maria, like, where Michael has Maria unwillingly in his car and then they eventually kidnap Lori and they put her in the car. Mm-hmm. And Maria and Michael are not <sighs> dating at this point. What? They're not? Like, I know they broke up, but aren't they, aren't they back together? Oh, Oh, she says they're doing it because this is so nuts. And the only reason I do it is if we were together. I'm so sorry. They are together. I knew it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew it. That's all this show does. I can't believe they got back together off screen. What did they break up for last time? I don't, I don't know. Because it, it's not important. <laughs> but they keep doing it. It's. I think at this point it's a character thing. A characterization thing. Is it? I don't, that's is what it? they're doing because all it's... three couples keep doing it that's not a character thing that's a writing thing um but there's another car following lights off, lights off it's but a sh- it's a sheriff right no i honestly don't remember was it graham was it graham i don't remember <laughs> who's in the third car well, it's not graham Because that's not... Garrett! Nope. Grant! Yes! Good (laughs) job! G starts with G! G. (laughs) So, Lori, like, with the pen that she stole, she's able to escape and cause a commotion in the back that causes the ambulance to go so, off-road. If by cause a commotion, you mean take a piece of medical equipment and bean someone <laughs> over the head with it, then it's yes. commotion-like. They become very distracted from consciousness. And then there's a lot of <laughs> pew! Pew! Because Grant, the geologist, is shooting at them with Are a you rifle. sure it's Grant? You don't know. I honestly don't. Do you? I do. Is it Grant? <laughs> I'm not telling you. But it's Grant was shooting them before right was he yes (laughs) you say these things but you say you just said you don't remember if this was the sheriff or not following them (laughs) i'm pretty sure the sheriff's not shooting at them is he me are you sure yes (laughs) i am 100 sure the man in the ski mask with the rifle is not sheriff valenti okay it's not sheriff valenti it would That's be what Jim Valenti because he's no longer the well, sheriff. Well, it's not Jim Valenti either. Or Kyle. <gasps> are you sure it's? Not- yeah! <laughs> what are you trying to do here? <laughs> I'm just having fun. This is fun, I'm from being gaslighted. <laughs> Thank you for putting up with me. Maybe it's Alex. Oh no! <laughs> Isabel gets possessed sometimes and then puts on a ski mask and she was shooting at herself and Max earlier because of time alien travel. clones. Hermione's a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh Max is trying to uh call and get information. Um they're talking on the cell phones and <laughs> Poor Maria's car, her Jetta. Her poor car. I don't even think it's hers. I it's think her it's mom's her mom's, car. but I mean, I'm sure her ability to go and do things and not be grounded is tied into the well-being of this car. But she's listing off like the side mirror's gone. That's gonna be a hundred bucks plus labor. And she's like listing all the damage that has been done. <laughs> yeah. Um Michael has used his alien powers to lock the car and Lori's just tearing it apart inside. Now uh signs of the times both Isabel and Max have their head have their phone headsets yeah because they're both listening in on the house line to the same call <laughs> It's great but Lori is going crazy in the car and is ripping sun visors off messing up with you know the CD player everything and yeah they're they're just gonna try and get as much information out of her as possible meanwhile jim valenti no longer sheriff set up a bunch of power tools in the front room do you know how hard it is to get dust out of all of that do you know yes (laughs) we live in the same house so listeners the way that our house is set up is our dad has a workshop a woodworking shop downstairs my bedroom is next to it um sawdust goes through the vents and gets blown out into my room so my room constantly has a fine layer of sawdust over everything and it's the worst but it smells nice though it does smell nice i'm glad dad has a hobby he makes beautiful things but i just thought i was really messy for a while and how could it <laughs> be this messy until i realized it's your skin it's not my fault it's your skin <laughs> it's not my fault. um so emily sheriff's building something mm-hmm well I thought he was building something. He is in fact making something. Uh, Building and making, those are two different things in your eyes. Yes. Okay. Um, Building involves multiple pieces being put together. That makes sense. Okay, I could see that. Now, what I thought, I thought he was building a bed because it's a huge project. Huge. There's wood everywhere, and there's lots of pieces of wood. And spoilers, listeners. He's making one baseball bat. Yeah. <laughs> he's, put, like, he's making one baseball bat. Uh-huh. And he has like 90 cubic tons of wood in his house. He does. <laughs> he, he could build the ark at this he point. He could. <laughs> so when he gives it to Kyle at the end, I was like, that was it. Where's <laughs> the rest of it? <laughs> Well, I think what the sheriff is doing is, what's the word I'm, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, uh, you're doing, you're not procrastinating. Oh, um, it's not a distraction behavior. It's not a replacement behavior. It's a avoidance behavior. Avoidance behavior. Because he's getting sued. Big time. Big sued. Big From Grant, which, listen, technically, I don't see anything wrong with that. With Grant suing him? Yeah. I mean, the sheriff broke the law, okay? I I want to cut him some slack, but... Grant broke the law first. Doing what? Kidnapping Lori and burying and, her underground. Listen, we don't have proof of that. You can't take I him to court over that. <laughs> in my heart. Well, although I will say, I don't believe that Grant technically did it. I think Grant's getting possessed by an alien. Specifically, I think he's getting possessed by Isabel's... Bo, back on the planet, the dude who's in charge now that the skins told us about. Not Kazan, Kaczynski. It's K something. Kurt. Kurt Cobain. Listen, it's been a long time, people. (laughs) Crispy. No. (laughs) His name is Krampus. I don't like that. Well, too bad. That's what I'm (laughs) gonna call him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, um, but. I I can't remember if they showed the number, but it's like $15 It's like a ridiculous amount, like stuff that the sheriff's never going to be able to pay. So now when Grant is getting possessed, I'm going to call him Grampus. Grampus, okay. Um, I can't remind me, is the, remember the lady from the previous episode and she thought her daughter was missing? Is she also suing the sheriff at this point? Or is it just, is it just Grant? I think that comes in later. Okay. That that Paper Pusher encouraged her to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rude. Dan. Dan. I'm getting better at remembering you these are, names. I'm really impressed with you. So, uh, Michael and Maria have... Mm-hmm. Le, le, le... <coughs> Lori! <laughs> I was like, you cannot lose it. You just <laughs> remembered it. Um, and they're going to cover for them. And then Maria's weird blonde cousin, who looks like a greaser... He does. I mean, it's the leather I think jacket. he looks like Justin Timberlake. I think he looks like someone from Star Trek trying to time travel. Sean <laughs> um, is like, hey, my aunt is freaking out because Maria's gone Which with a boy. Which is hilarious because seconds before, they're like, we got to cover for these people. You know, Isabel, Liz, and Alex are there. And I... I liked the animosity they had between Alex and Sean. Uh-huh. Because they've just said, oh, we've got a cover for them. Sean comes up and he's like, hey, Aunt Amy is missing or is worried because Maria's missing. She's gone AWOL. And Alex goes, for those of us who haven't served jail time, why don't you translate that? And I want to know what Sean did to Alex to make him this way. Because Alex and Liz <laughs> and Maria yeah. by default seem to be not close to, but know a lot about Sean. Yep. Like he has, seems to have played a big part in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what he went to jail for, but I I can't remember if they talk about it in the show either. I really hope they do. Oh, probably stealing. Drugs? Stealing drugs. Stealing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need to stop laughing and sink. It's creepy. <laughs> Oh, speaking of creepiness and sync. Oh, at the... When we recorded at Dragonsteel Con, um, there was a scavenger hunt going on uh, during the time we have to find these little hats and QR codes hidden about the convention. And so before we recorded, we just had our stuff set up and a woman uh, walked in and came up to our table and said, uh, do you, either of you have any hats? And Emily and I just look at each other and look up at her and in perfect, creepy twin unison say, no, we aren't involved with that. <laughs> like, it was creepy to <laughs> me and I did it. <laughs> it was misuse of my psychic powers. I had been putting out, I was broadcasting a signal trying to lure people into the recording <laughs> booth. But I guess I got you tangled up in it. We should have pretended, yes, you can have a hat. If you sit and listen to our podcast, we wouldn't have done that. That would have been mean. But uh, Lori's doing the same thing that she did with Agent Dupree, and she's doing it with Michael in the fact that Michael is trying to figure out where she's from, who they can bring her to, and she's just sitting there silent, quietly, not answering. And so Maria decides that she's hungry. They're going to go to the Roadside Cafe, which is apparently this tiny, tiny little roadside attraction i don't know i feel like when you go how does maria know about this place that's what i was gonna ask because she says it's like the worst chili dogs or whatever in 100 miles but the best vanilla milkshakes in five i almost wonder if it would be a spot that like her dad took her to i don't remember how old she was i have no way to back this up at all i don't think dad was around ever okay i don't yeah i don't think he was ever in their lives I would think instead she goes on road trips with her mom to source stuff for the alien tchotchkes business. That that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The science of (laughs) deduction. So they're heading out there. And then Isabel does one of the smartest things that anyone can do in this show. And she is taken in for questioning by the police and says, my parents should be here. Yeah. You can't question a minor. Except guess what? She had her birthday, so she's not a minor anymore. And she's like, fine, I want a lawyer. And then Duff says, why would you need a lawyer? You're not under arrest. Always ask for a lawyer. Always ask for a lawyer, people. Even if, I mean, if you're guilty, obviously do that. But even if you are innocent, it just gives you another layer of protection How's she doing? Did she's she get fine. home? yes. I miss her. Tell well, her I sorry, miss she's her. not home, home yet. She's still driving. Okay. Oh. Anyway, Agent Duff is really miffed that she can't find Lori. And so she's gone to the only people that seem to be connected to Lori, which is Isabel. Isabel and Max. Why doesn't she bring Isabel Max? Isabel found in? her. Yeah, that's true. But Agent Duff is starting to pick apart their story of, like, why were you there with the sheriff at night? Like, What's the big secret? Why can't you tell me what it is? And Isabel does some pretty good, like, hey, I already answered these questions. You can get them from whatever. But the FBI agent is like, you lied. I know you lied. And I'm the FBI. With the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And if you lie to me, you're in big trouble. <laughs> but then, best deputy ever. <laughs> yeah. Deputy Hanson comes in. Grant's in this episode? How did you you were so excited when it happened when we watched <laughs> Gr- 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 so he turns in the gun he says he found it in the woods I thought because he didn't show up at all last episode we didn't even mention him Mm-mm. that I well, I don't know sorry listen I'm not I've really... got a mind of Swiss cheese. <laughs> it's the other important bits stay in. I don't find this show important enough <laughs> to waste disc space <laughs> in my brain. On it. That's fine. I have fans on our Discord. You do. I do. They've never seen Roswell and say they're too busy to watch it, but they'll listen to it anyway. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. Dilly said that my distaste of Roswell is what makes it fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, rude, Dilly. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Maybe she said that in the Cosmere folder. Maybe she did. I've been banned from yeah. some of the folders. I'm... But- Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a Discord, but it's kind of for people we know in real life. <laughs> and and by real life, I mean people we know from other Discords. <laughs> so if you know us in real life, message us and we'll get you in on the Discord uh, before the patrons. At Sis Made Me View it, either at Gmail or on Twitter. Oh, we should get a Hive account. <gasps> we should, yeah. Just for future posterity. Twitter has fallen apart at this point. Oh, yeah. Elon Musk has sown the seeds of discontent and ruined everything so but chapek Uh, is out iger's back in that is also what's happened i'm like that's not connected (laughs) i'm not happy bob what about our stockholders (laughs) who's helping them out huh (laughs) oh anyway um maria and michael they finally talk Lori around It takes a while. It takes a while because they bring her to the roadside station to eat. She leaves to go to the bathroom and then she runs away. And Maria has already anticipated this and she has pointed her in the wrong direction and so that she knows, you know, which direction they'll need to go chase her down. And here is an example of a responsible parent. So when you do this... If we're watching the episode while we're recording, no, look, I you have to. I tell just said the a second. Can I not finish my thought? You have to tell the audience don't we have to do like the, and then or like meanwhile we gotta do transitions. I was setting it up to be like, okay, people, well, this is what we're. So you say, why do you do this? to it's me? It's funny that I like that I don't like <laughs> <Okay>. this show. <laughs> Anyways, it's Azugma! What? Sorry. There was a zoogma. What's a Zygma? Um, That's when you list two things that, like, aren't technically the same thing under the same category. Like, he fell from grace and the window. <laughs> uh, sorry, what was in this show is Maria's mother is freaking out about, you know, like, her daughter being off on this road trip, saying... She's going to lose another piece of her innocence and my Jetta. <laughs> that is a Zugma. I got a five on the AP High five. High <laughs> five. We're going to have to make t-shirts that say Megan got a five on the AP Lit test. And on the back it says Emily went to English school. School. S-K-O-O-L. But she is very worried about her daughter, which she should. Although, I'm going to say this, I don't agree with how she handles the situation. Uh, Listen, here's what happens in the scene. She has had Sean bring Liz to their house. She said she's very worried about Maria. Maria has said she's going camping again. But Sean and Amy are convinced that she and Michael are hooking up at a, you know, cheap motel. A nookie motel. A nookie motel. And she tells Liz that she can't leave until Maria calls her and... Amy can talk to Maria, which I get, sort of. It's kidnapping, It's kidnapping, (laughs) (laughs) technically. But she says, Liz, I consider you a member of this family, which I like that the show keeps playing up, that they're not just, like, acquaintances. They're, like, Liz and Maria are best friends, and their families would be closely connected. And so I... I think it works. I think the scene works. You shouldn't kidnap people. You shouldn't keep people against their will. But I think it works in this, in this situation. So Liz settles down to wait for the phone call. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, see that? I transitioned. Did you transition? I did back to the other scene. What well, does transition mean? I didn't get a five on the AP limit. Okay. So a scene no, okay, transition. Okay. No, no. Just say what happens next. Uh, Lori does not make it to Mexico. I catch up with her. Mostly because, like you said... Marie pointed her in the wrong way. Finally, we have a scene where they talk her around. Listen, this is is not interesting podcasting to be like, they argue, they talk, whatever. But this is finally the scene where Maria and Michael finally talk Laurie around and Mm -hmm. say, we would like to help you. Here's what's up. Here's what's up with Michael. Here's what's up with us. And Laurie finally agree, eventually agrees that she's going to take them to her grandfather's house to get some Mm -hmm. information. Yeah. And, is it just me or, sorry, I'm trying to remember in the episode, were they surprised to find out her grandfather was dead? Like, they showed up there to talk to him? It was a big, like, oh, no, because it's kind of like, they show up to this very well-to-do house, and she, the people that are living in there, her relatives, are very surprised to see her. Aunt and uncle. And Yeah, and she's like, I want to talk to Grandpa, and they're like, Lori, you know he's dead. He's been dead for, like, seven years. But the thing is... Last episode, she was screaming, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And I feel like we should have known Grandpa was dead. I feel like we should have known that. But the way that they do bring Lori around is they, is Michael sits down and finally like tells her the truth and talks to her. Mm -hmm. I love that this is something that Michael can't just blow up to solve. He, this challenge for him is he has to get Laurie to trust him. And his suggestion for everything thus far has been like, well, let's just kill this person. Well, let's just blow this up with our powers. Let's use our alien abilities to solve problems. Okay, it's sinister magic. <laughs> but he can't do it with this. Like, he, he has to do something that is very difficult and very hard for him. And I think that's a great plot development. Like, you can't just, like... You can't, like, force your way through this. You have to be genuine. You have to be open and vulnerable, which, as we know from Maria, Michael has a hard time doing. In another part of the country, in fact, way back in Roswell, New Mexico. That was another scene transition for all you (laughs) listeners out there. Megan went to art school. Uh, Interior. Sheriff's house. Okay. Okay. Um, Kyle and Jim have a talk. Yeah. Listeners, if you don't remember, Jim is the, used to be the sheriff. Used to be the sheriff. Uh, and, you know, they both have a pretty, a pretty emotional talk about it, uh, about, uh, Kyle's concerned about his dad, like, clearly. And, and it seems like dad's already checked out and accepted his fate. Um, but Kyle is like, hey, though, we still need you. And we'll be in that dark, like, oh, but where Jim's like, I'm kind of in a dark place here, Kyle. And it's very sad. Mm-hmm. And you know what? These two would not have had this conversation in season one. They no, they wouldn't have. come so far. Yeah. And Kyle's like, if you don't fight this, if you don't try and get on top of this, Tess and I are going to fall down in that dark place with you. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. It's kind of reminding him, like, we, you have a family. Not like, he doesn't do it in a snap out of it and take care of us, but he does it in a hey we're all in this together sort of way we're all in, in this together, together you get sued and then tess and i will lose our house and we're Oh, <laughs> it's really dark <laughs> well they're in a dark place can i eat some of my pocky yes yes the perfect podcasting snack crunchy cookies Almond dipped in nuts crunch. <laughs> would you like one i would I don't think he tells her that she's an alien. Well, we call him Space Boy. Well, I don't think think he tells... I think Maria knows. Listen, you are doing a bit. No, (laughs) I'm not. I'm honestly saying I think Maria told her he was an alien. I mean, he said that he locked the doors with his powers. Here's the thing is that, yeah, the doors were locked, but Lori was also, like, throwing a fit. So I don't... Okay, she's got to know something's going on because the rock's glowing blue. Thank you, it's blue. It's a blue rock. I mean, meanwhile, (laughs) in Max's room, I'm not done with my little thing yet. Okay, she looks at Michael after he kind of like it's alive. I forgot all of this. Sorry, but look, look what it's doing. It's flubber. I've seen this episode before. I know. Look, it's green when the lights off because after Michael has kind of like gotten Lori to trust him she looks at him and says you're not my grandpa are you and so she knows something weird is going on but I don't know that they've specifically said aliens listen sorry you have two hosts who don't remember things I don't know if you guys heard me freak out, but <laughs> because it's been so long since we watched the episode, we have it up on the TV playing while we're recording. <laughs> and the rock comes alive and tries to eat Max. Yeah. And goes gooey. Yeah. Like Flubber. Like Flubber. It breaks out of its... Containment. Been breaking out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta, something da, 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 da. It's coming out of my cage. Well, that doesn't fit this. I was Listen, you're not the only one that can make up lyrics. Well, apparently I you're am. <laughs> so much better at it than me because you're just so much better at it than me. <laughs> but uh Amy's plan comes to fruition because Maria eventually calls Liz and ends up talking to her mom instead. And so she talks to Maria who's like, "Mom, we just needed to get away for a weekend. It's not like that." And then um Amy DeLuca am- demands that the phone be handed over to Michael. And then gives him this really strict, really like angry speech about what they are and are not allowed to do, like no matching tattoos, no piercings in places that cannot be seen in polite company, and basically says, "Do not have sex with my daughter. If you do, I will kill you." Which, yeah. that's not great. I'm trying to think of, like how it's just, just, I, don't know. I didn't like that. No, like I understand she wants to protect her daughter from like kind of the mistakes that she made. But um, she does offer to, she's like, call me if you need bail money, which I thought was a really nice gesture. But yeah, listen, I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. I'm not a parent. But I feel like if I were a teenager going off on my own, I wouldn't want my parent calling me and being like, you cannot do these things. Even though I understand why she would say them. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what to do. Yep. Well, um, Liz and Max start, nope, Liz and Sean start having a flirtatious pillow fight. Uh, Which escalates. Amy DeLuca leaves the house to go to the bar drinking. And that's when Max shows up. And then Max comes in right when the flirtatious pillow fight ends with Sean sitting on top of Liz trying to smother her with a pillow. And I know this boy is flashing back to seeing Liz in bed with (laughs) Kaya. But they're not together. So it's okay. Maybe they got back together off screen without (laughs) telling us. Yeah, like, Max plays it pretty cool here, you know? He's just like, oh, I need your help with science homework, and, like, it's kind of awkward, and I almost feel like Liz feels like she's been caught doing something wrong, which would really aggravate me as a person to be like, I was just having fun. You are, uh, you know? But Max is her one true love. I know, but they're not together right now. Love, and love. Yeah, and you know what? They're not with Tess right now either. Why <laughs> like, couldn't they have just been nicer to Tess? They did not have to break up. Stupid. Sorry. Future Max. Boo. <laughs> I want Future Max to come back, though. Okay. You can want that. In the mountains, dark of the night, Jim goes to talk to Grant Sorensen to settle. In a the scene lawsuit. that I do not remember at all okay you might in a second and i feel like it escalates right i feel like this does not go well Well, right grant is like acting weird and possessed right and then the sheriff attacks him and it's like okay now this gets worse the sheriff does not attack him so this is grumpus yes (laughs) (laughs) the sheriff does not attack him sheriff is sitting on his chest punching the him in guy the face ran at him tackled him over the fire he could have shoved jim into the fire and jim could have gotten really badly burned but he i mean he defends himself he punches you know grant Sorensen. Then <laughs> grant calls the fbi to say the sheriff attacked me again which legit he did how did I forget the Grant possession storyline? I very clearly remember going to Lori's house storyline and talking with her aunt and uncle and everything that happened at the house. And I don't remember anything else in the episode. Well, let me refresh your memory. Uh, the sheriff is like, Grant is the one who did all the kidnapping. And well, the I can FBI. see that Listen, now. I'm telling the, It's a podcast. <laughs> I have to tell the people. <laughs> so rude. Um i'm megan i hate roswell are you not entertained (laughs) so uh yeah sheriff is well he's not sheriff jim has gone to agent duff to say grant sorenson is the one who's the kidnapper he's really weird what's going on (laughs) and agent duff says but he brought me the gun that was used to shoot at you and isabel and max why would he do that if he were the person who did that so that is her belief (laughs) And the sheriff is like, split personality, and Duff is like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, possession! So, Max and Liz take the green rock to the, uh... It's blue! That's just a green light that makes it look more green. Listen, it's green when it's turned off, and it's (laughs) blue when the light inside of it goes blue. Anyway. I'm going to die on this hill. (laughs) You're going to die colorblind on this hill. (laughs) Um, So they're looking at the the science of the rock. And it's got cells in it that are very similar to a specific type of cell here on Earth. And they're like, okay, this either formed on Lori's grave because Lori was in it. Or Lori was put in this grave because these things are here. And so they are going to go... They're making a plan to go back out to Fraser Woods. And Emily, I don't remember if they do or not. Oh, they send Isabel out there. Nope. <gasps> they make Isabel play decoy on a date with Grant. Listeners, the terrible podcast snack of the day is almond crush pocky. Nice, delicious little cookie biscuit sticks dipped in chocolate and crushed almonds. So Isabel has called Grant to the UFO Crashdown Cafe. And it's just like, listen, I know things didn't work out between us, but I'd really like to start over. Because he's like, no, you told us, you told me we were broken up. And so she's like, hi, I'm Isabel. And then she gets him talking about like what he's doing out in the, what he's doing out in the woods, which I think is a really smart way mm-hmm. to get information of just being like, oh hi, yes, please tell me everything. I'm fascinated by what you do. I think rocks roll. <laughs> No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) But they make it, Michael and Maria and everybody make it to Lori's hometown. Over the hills to Grandfather's house. (laughs) But they come to like, it's like a castle. It's like a a multi-million dollar home with a gate. The gargoyles have cameras in their mouths. Like this is, like there's a lot of security around this. What Describe it to me. I just did. I said there was... Gargoyles In great detail. And- <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, it's very clear these people are very wealthy, extremely wealthy, which comes into play later. Mm-hmm. It's a surprise tool that will help us for later. Um, but they show up with. What Laurie's. happens to Lori? I <laughs> am freaking <Hurricane laughs> getting there. Ugh. They show up. You know that I love you. <laughs> I don't always know that. <laughs> okay, I'll sit quietly and eat my pocky. <laughs> um. Her aunt and uncle are there. They're surprised to see her because she's supposed to be in the. Dead! No, she's. No, not. In the facility. <laughs> in the facility. You know, we talk. I enjoy doing this with you, okay? I'm having a good time. Your socks are cute, by the way. Oh my gosh. Okay, so listeners, (laughs) I got something called cabin socks. And they're basically like if slippers and socks were in a um transporter accident. They are these like super yeah, I'm wearing tubix's skin (laughs) on my feet. Oh no! (laughs) Um but it's they're very thick knit socks that have a ton of fuzzy sheep wool on the inside, and like I'm like, I don't have any sensory issues when it comes to socks. I'm good with whatever. I put these on today, and I'm like, I've never felt such peace <laughs> in my life. I am going to become a better person just by putting these socks on. <laughs> anyway, I got two pairs, so you can try the other pairs. I do want to try. They the haven't other. even had my feet in them. Perfect. Yet. I love it. So, uh, the aunt and uncle are very unhappy. One, that Lori's here. Who is that guy? I know he's Lori's uncle, but that actor. I don't know. Look him up. You have a phone in your hand. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to Google (laughs) something about Roswell? No. Hey. No. Who plays Lori's uncle? How many episodes does he show up in? I will look it up for you later. How's that? You took my phone away. I did. I was doing other stuff on it. Well, now you can't. Okay, okay, Okay. I'm going to shut up entirely <laughs> for three minutes, and I'm going to let Emily talk, starting now. Okay. And Uncle are very it's too assist. hard to it. <laughs> People are going to stop listening <laughs> <me. Let's take laughs> to us. Oh, not only are they mad that Lori is back? Not mad, but they're kind of like, okay. But the aunt and uncle believe that Michael is a direct descendant and is going to be challenging the inheritance, whatever inheritance these people have. They think that Michael is here to challenge it because the aunt and uncle are both like, yeah, he's like identical to our grandfather. So they're not happy about it. And Michael is just like talking to Lori because Lori doesn't want to leave. Um, but they're like, go up and have a bath and, you know, calm down or whatever. And, and Michael tells her that they're not going to leave, that they're going to stay there. Uh, turns out the aunt and uncle are not here to have anyone challenge their inheritance. And they give Michael $50,000 in cash in a paper bag and tell him to, they're like, this is all you're going to get, get out. Which I wish I had. I wish I knew how much it was. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. We're going to say this is what? Tw- two, the year 2000? Okay. So $50,000 in uh, the year 2000 with inflation and everything is roughly $86,530 in today's money. It's a lot of money. Ah, it's a lot of money. So yeah. And they kick Michael out. So that's kind of the end of the Michael, Lori, Maria story. And in the meantime, Liz and Max and Isabel have discovered that these, almost like parasites, like the, the rock is acts like a parasite and it might be in the water table uh, because there's a stream that goes like basically right underneath Lori's grave. So they're, they're, my three minutes are up. Don't check the time on the podcast there was some gaps of total silence while Emily was looking things up. (laughs) Not my fault that she... Why are you like this? Not my fault she wasted three (laughs) minutes of me being silent on her uh, looking things up but now I can talk as much as I want again. I almost (laughs) peed my pants. You would have shorted out the microphone. Uh i just remembered how this episode ended that's why so um they uh they make the dude who owns the ufo center get possessed on purpose and they cause him to have a heart attack and die they revive him he's fine right and okay the way that they get brody to send the signal Isabel says that she's a budding hypnotist that's right and so and she's a little psychic too yeah and that's how they get Brody to get possessed. But I just remembered that this living rock or whatever is an invasive species. Yeah. And the whole earth is going to get eaten up and devoured. Yeah. So while Brody is being possessed with his heart stopped, which is a great... Which is literally what just what happened just Literally to what just happened to me. Jeez. Yeah, I'm sorry. I do I you know how jumpy you are. You know. <laughs> All I did was breathe in <laughs> in a concerned way. <laughs> we were the driving the kidding. other day <laughs> and then goes, Woo and I was like, What is it? Because we were driving on the freeway and you made a you made a very concerned noise, but you were just it was a it was an intrigued noise. Huh? Yeah. Maybe you need to learn my noises better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So one of the things they do is once they, they figure out how to get Brody possessed and, you know, the dude's whatever alien is talking and he's like, oh, yeah, this human's heart has stopped because he hasn't been prepped properly. And so they're trying to ask all these questions with the idea that Brody's dying, Brody's dying, Brody's dying. Um, And yeah, he tells them that it's an invasive species and all those sort of things. And he tells them to get off the planet as fast as possible. Like this Is bad. And then they don't even send him to a hospital after. No, they do CPR and they're just like, oh, you fainted. Like, listen, if someone has a heart attack. If someone is unconscious, get checked out by a doctor. And if you, your heart stops. Like. That's part of going unconscious. That's part of it, yeah. Yeah. A, B, C, airway, breathing, circulation. If they lose any of those three, you should probably get checked out by a doctor Mm -hmm. at some point. But. Vindication! Agent Duff shows up at the sheriff's house, and he's got his 90% baseball bat done, and I don't know what he's going to do with all the rest of the wooden (laughs) planks just stacked around his living area. But she looked into Grant. She looked into the oxygen tanks that were keeping Lori alive underground. She looked into where they were sourced from, and then Grant's travel and work itinerary, and they have evidence now. It matches up. Wherever he traveled, a piece of the puzzle happened in that place yep yeah it was a shiver (laughs) sorry it was i got really cold for like (laughs) half a second i went but yeah um he ended up being in all those places when all this uh equipment was reported stolen and so agent duff kind of has like come to like eat crow and she's like listen you obviously know a lot about this and you obviously want to be sheriff again (laughs) so she tells him if you help me with this case I will help you get your job back. Which I feel is like they voted on it. Like the town voted that the, he I, was not sheriff anymore. I don't think the town voted on Maybe it. I think a disciplinary council? a disciplinary committee okay. hearing. Took I don't it know off. how it works, but. Yeah, you know. me neither. <laughs> sorry i scared you you did with no regard how delicate you are no regard to my well-being i just get so excited i know no you You don't you hate this show no (laughs) when i make the noises that scare you it's because i get excited okay weird (laughs) when i make the noises that scare you (laughs) so we end on a to be continued Mm -hmm. the rocks are gonna stuff is that your official guess? That's my official guess. Rocks are going to stuff. The rocks are going <laughs> to stuff. Uh, Michael's going to kidnap Lori. Okay. We're going to find out that Lori's uncle knows more than he's letting on. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Sheriff's going to get his job back. Is that what you think? Yes. You literally just said, what do you think? And I said all those things. And you said, is that what you think? Yes. <laughs> What's going to happen to Grant? Oh, uh, he gets possessed and stuff. Okay. And then unpossessed. And okay. And uh, it's going to be very sad because human Grant. Okay. Okay. No, I take it back. They're going to be like, human Grant doesn't know, but human Grant is going to be a psychopath as well. Okay. Yep. I like where this is going. All right. Close your eyes for a second. I'm going to see what the next name of the... I'm going to open up some more packy on the microphone as you look up the name of the next episode. Yum. Okay, so the next episode. Excuse you. I'm talking. Okay, what's the next episode called? It is. You are pushing it. So we're going to. We're going to watch season two, episode 14 How the Other Half Lives. Ooh. Ooh, So Okay, so that's a double that's a play on words. Oh, is it? Do you want what I think or not? (laughs) Do please. I want you to engage. (laughs) Goodness. Okay, so how the other half lives is one, a joke. It's it's gonna be half about lori's extremely rich family and it's going to be about the money and it's going to be about all that sort of stuff but at the same time it's going to be about grant and his alter ego and we're going to find out how that other half lives oh i like that meg yeah so maybe you shouldn't (laughs) maybe you shouldn't have been like oh really i'll play on words (laughs) i apologize sheesh all righty folks you are awesome. We are going to go watch the next episode and record about it. Because we're so behind on Russell. <laughs> so and we're so ahead <laughs> on Way of Kings. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we're going to get back to. And uh, just remember in the meantime, I believe in you. Have a good day. And <laughs> Okay. Bye. Bye. <My. gasps> now. <laughs> Hello, friends, and thank you so much for listening to My Sister Made Me View at the Roswell 1999 Edition. Megan and I just are so happy that you're here. Thank you for coming and thank you for listening, and apologies for the terrible sound quality for the exit. The microphone is upstairs and it is late at night, and I am too lazy to go up and get it. Anyways, uh, again, I don't think we can say it enough, but thank you again for listening. Uh, we just have so much fun doing this and we just really, really appreciate you guys. A special thanks to Michael Biancardi for the use of his song, A Passing Storm. Uh, we use that for all of our podcasts, intros, and exits. Uh, we do a Way of Kings episode. Well, it's not Way of Kings anymore. It's Brandon Sanderson's The Stormlight Archives. We have finished Way of Kings and we are currently doing Words of Radiance And then we have another feed, which is miscellaneous. And right now it only has HBO Max's Our Flag Means Death, but we will have more uh, things added to that shortly. But uh, in the meantime, I hope the rest of your week goes well. And let's get ready for Christmas. Uh, I have not thought about Christmas presents at all. Meg, I hope you're not listening to this because I totally have your gift. Yes, I totally am super prepared for that. Uh, I'm not. If anyone has any suggestions on what I should get, my sister, please let me know. Anyways, hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you later. And remember, we believe in you.